The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC 90.3 FM. Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, show where we get to talk about a wide variety of topics with just a great number of interesting people. Today is three days before commencement. We are into finals week. Our seniors are realizing that they are going to cross that stage and enter the brand new part of their lives, hopefully extremely well prepared. I have the great and humbling experience today to have Wiley Kane on the show with me. And Wiley's a senior and will be going to University of Louisville Medical School. And Wiley, thank you so much. I know it's senior week and you have to be running around doing just about everything. So so thank you for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me. And I, I am honored by that introduction, Dr. Mitzel. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're honored to have you with us. And so tell us a little bit about your degree and what you are going to be doing at the University of Louisville. So I have a, uh, I'm going to be getting a bachelor's in science. Um, I'm, a sci- I'm a biology major with a chemistry and business double minor. There's nice. a there's a fun fact that not a lot of people know about <laughs> me. Uh, you need somebody to, to balance a, spreads- a spreadsheet or an account sheet. I may be able to remember that from accounting one or two. Who knows? Um, but I will be going to the University of Louisville Medical School in the fall to start, hopefully, along the path of becoming... I'm an orthopedic surgeon. I want to do sport orthopedics, so I want to work on, uh, you know, knees, shoulders, big bones. So, you know, whatever you see an athlete break or tear, that's probably me. That's probably you, and that, and that that is great. So you were on the football team for all four years here. You've done, obviously, innumerable other areas, but with the orthopedics, was it your participation in the athletics that got you interested? So it was a couple things. Um, number one, I've had three surgeries on my throwing shoulder. So I was a quarterback. I had three surgeries on my throwing mm-hmm. shoulder, and each time I had the same surgeon for all three. Um, luckily enough, and he was um, he was amazing in the way that he uh, helped me, the way he interacted with me, the way I felt interacting with the people at his office, and that really started me along the road. And then um, you talk about some of the things I've been involved with outside of of football, being on the NCAA um, National Student Athlete Advisory Committee, really developed my really developed my passion for college mm-hmm. student athletes. And for those of you who who, who don't realize, uh, Wiley was the president of the NCAA Division II national chapter. There were 127,000 athletes in that chapter, and, and Wiley was the president of them all, which speaks volumes to his leadership capabilities and really brought a tremendous amount of good press to the to the college. But So we'll take that as well, but it was a huge step. How did you get involved in that? I think it's a it's a story about how amazing it is to have people on a small campus who believe in you. My freshman year, I go to the Student Athlete Advisory Committee. So for those of you who aren't like really familiar, which is most people, with the, how that works, um, there are Student Athlete Advisory Committees on all campuses. It's actually now in the new NCAA Constitution as a mandated part of membership in the NCAA. Um, then there are conference Student Athlete Advisory Committees. So there's one for every conference in the country. So our great Midwest has one. And then there's a national, which is representatives from all conferences. Mm-hmm. My freshman year, I show up to the campus one, and Greg Richard, who is now an associate AD at Mm -hmm. at Kentucky Wesleyan, he wasn't an associate AD my freshman year, he is the SAC advisor as well, and he was talking to me, and he said, hey, like the the Great Midwest SAC needs a president, and they would rather have people who are younger attempt it because it's a three-year term, and this is my freshman year, and I was like, 
no way. Like, there's no way. Like, I'm not. I'm not qualified. I'm not. You know, anything. Like, I, I had just been through my like second SAC meeting ever, and he goes, "No, like, I think you should apply, and like, you should work through how to do that and all that mm-hmm. stuff." And he helped walk me through the process, and so I got it. So I went through the application process, and I was chosen to serve. And and it really comes back to the fact that I never would have done that had not been for Greg believing in me. Well, and that's great, and and he must have seen something in you, as did all of us. Once we met you, you are uh, you you carry some very special capabilities uh, with you, and and th- and that is wonderful. But I also that shows every. I get asked as a president, what is the importance of athletics in higher education? Very few people, especially in Division Two, very few people are ever going to go pro, and and so what what is the importance of athletics? You never would have had a chance to become president of a national committee to get to meet the people you've met, get the chance to speak in front of the people uh, of whom you, with whom you've spoken. You never would have had that chance without athletics. There's a, there's a commercial that the NCAA puts out every year, which is pretty cool. They say NCAA professionals, and then it shows like a, a Division One athlete who had like a great like tournament run, like a great March Madness run or something, and then it shows it now. So it's like this person, it's like engineer, and it's like this person, and it's like a uh, school teacher, and it's like this person, it's like astrophysicist or, you know, whatever. And it says, you know, most NCAA student athletes go pro in something other than sports. And athletics at a college level it gives a lot of opportunities to people i would mm-hmm. never have been able to attend this school had i not received a partial ath- academic scholarship um or athletic scholarship i apologize to go with my partial academic mm-hmm. um i wouldn't have been able to to do the things that i did here without it and there's also so many i think a lot of people really underestimate how many transferable skills there are from athletics over into the the workforce i mean you talk to you talk to executives part of being part of that national student athlete advisory committee part of that experience is is they put you in front of a lot of people because the NCAA right. is like look 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 these are our people and they put you in front of a lot of really important people and you ask them you're like hey like you know why do you like student athletes and they're like well student athletes learn time management faster than anybody else because you're working a full-time job as well as being a full-time student mm-hmm. and they said student athletes are hardworking. they have perseverance they're not going to quit when um, the going's not easy they have leadership skills they say student athletes are great members of a team mm-hmm. uh which you know for us who are student athletes like duh but you, you really don't think about how you really don't think about how difficult it is sometimes to work in a team with other people especially other people that you don't agree with like sure you know ult- football is the ultimate team game you think that all of us always agreed with each other on everything no but we didn't care because it was more important that we were part of a team well you learn to focus on the end goal of the team and overcome the individual spats that you may be having at any given time to make sure that you do reach that goal. A very important life lesson. Yeah. So you had three shoulder surgeries. Now, were all of them post high school? Two of them were during high school. So um, I broke my collarbone my sophomore year and so it's like a hit or miss thing whether they do surgery on that but mine was so badly broken that they're Mm -hmm. like we have to collarbone surgery my sophomore year tore my labrum in my shoulder uh, my junior year which i specify in my shoulder because you actually also have one in your hip Mm -hmm. so i tore my labrum in my shoulder my junior year of high school and how did that occur so i actually was going i was trying to hit a hole it's a once it was a one in a million thing a defensive nose guard had thrown 
our center and had beaten our center. I still give him a hard time about that. Um, <laughs> but I, I, a defensive lineman had beaten our center, and he managed to put his helmet Ooh. right on the ball and socket of my of my joint of my shoulder. And it's it's wild. He couldn't have done it again if he tried. Right. He couldn't have done it if he was aiming. But he hit it, and it pushed it, and it dislocated inferiorly, which is down for, for non-medical people. So, like, my <laughs> – I knew something was wrong. I literally couldn't move my arm, and my fingers – were past my knee, Ooh. like yeah, like so, they was hanging so you down there. Increased your reach. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. My <laughs> wingspan was great. Um, it was wild. I was walking over and they were like, "You, that's not." I'm like, "Yeah, that's not what that's supposed to look like." And then I did it one more time when I was a sophomore here okay. during the COVID season. Okay. Um, so we were playing at Ohio Dominican, and once again, it's another one of those. Like when I, I go back and look at these like one in a million things that are happening, but um, I was going to make a throw and somebody just grabbed my shoulder at the right time and it put the right pressure on it. And it was just, that's all she wrote. But in a good sense, as you go into your medical profession, that gives you some sympathy for those others who may come in with injuries. You've had to get through three different injuries and it couldn't have been easy, but you've persevered, you've gone forward and, and you'll have sympathy then for others who are going through the same. It, it was definitely not, and that's one of the main things. I think a lot of times it gets lost in the medical profession, but in my in my opinion, being a medical professional is about caring for your patients both physically, whatever they need physically, but also being there for them as just like a person to yeah. like support. And I feel like that the empathy that I have for for these individuals, like not just, oh, I'm sure that must suck, like, hey. I know. Like I was there. there. I've I've done it. I've been right there with you, and it is possible. I think that that's invaluable. Yeah. Um. And I think that I will be able to connect very well with patients in that way, and I hope that I can provide them a holistic, a holistic form of care, um, that goes deeper than just like a transactional. You come in and we fix your knee, and you leave, and we never talk again. Right. No, and I think that is so, so very important. So I, I need to ask you, and I, I ask a lot of students these two questions. I'm going to ask two questions, and you get to answer the, both. Ooh. And no exam, no right or wrong answer. But I want for you to tell me, as, as somebody who's really bought into the community portion of what is Kentucky Wesleyan College, and hopefully you take that with you and come back as an alum, but as somebody who's been extremely involved, I want, one, what you like best about the college, and then on the flip side, what do we need to be changing? Number one, that's a it's a hard question. I think my favorite part of the college is campus ministries. I have felt so supported and so loved by the group over at campus ministries, and they want to do that for all students. That's not like a thing. I didn't get um, Sean Tom's didn't start caring about me after I got all those like accolades and stuff. I mean, we've been um, he reached out at the very first time I got here when I was a freshman to all the freshmen and said, hey, like, come be a part of what we're doing over here at Campus Ministries. And I said yes, and it's been the greatest decision of my and life. And for all spiritual backgrounds, too. And, and yeah, no, always- it's it's cool. It's cool because, so Campus Ministries, their motto, our motto, is serve, love, and relate. Because mm-hmm. um, we believe that, you know, when Jesus came to earth, he didn't, he didn't come to be heralded as somebody amazing. He came to serve people. So Campus Ministries wants to do the same thing. They want to serve people. They want to love people. And we want to relate to people. And so, you know, Sean it, epitomizes that perfectly because he's a servant leader in that, like, you know, he just got a fancy new title, vice president of Mission missions and culture. and culture. I was there. You were there. Uh, you were right there. It. And, and yet you, you wouldn't see he doesn't walk around like he's 
a vice president on the member of a cabinet at a college. He walks around and, you know, asks people if they need help picking up trash or he asks a student how their day is and he has one on ones with students whenever they ask to to do the thing. And he he's like, hey, can I get you anything? Can I get you water? Can I get you something like that? Well, actually, I would argue every we'd be much better if every one of us on our cabinet, including myself, did the same thing. He is a special man, but it goes so deep i mean anna crasher she's just like that they've taught every single one of us as team leaders um we call it team leaders the people who kind of they used to be called interns however you want to think of it we work basically for campus ministries and we do some things like chapel or i do fca well i used to do fca i guess um (laughs) damn that's sad um but uh you know fca whatever they teach us that that is how we are to act like you you know you you are to leave spaces better than you found them etc 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 so campus ministries has been definitely the best part of my college experience by far um i really felt loved and wrapped into this good campus just like family and when you arrived campus ministries would have been still in tapscott Yes, and then it moved over to the activity center and give you gave you much more room. It's been interesting, and yeah, much more flexibility. So yeah, I, I think oh, that's sure. been a good move. I agree. I think that you get a little nostalgic sometimes. You're like, oh, you I'm remember sure. the old the old the old chapel from like your freshman year. But that's also nostalgic for like pre COVID and stuff like that. So it's not <laughs> a uh, it's, it's I love the new I love the new format. I love being over in the in the activity hall. So that's been awesome. Good. And then one thing to to change that's a fun that's always like a you give you put them on a spot well and you're graduating so you can tell me whatever you want right it, it i can't i can only change half your grades uh <laughs> you, you can only make sure i fail a little bit right i think that the the fact that it's a small college i think that it, it comes to a you get a lot of the same just okay. because it's you know you get all the same professors for most of your classes which is not a bad thing because you get to know your professors and you start to build great relationships with them um i think that the one thing that can be maybe improved on is sometimes i've noticed as we hear some parts of colleges feel resistant to change and that if there's something that you say like hey like this would really make the experience for the students, the experience for faculty, the experience for everybody better. And it's just like, oh, well, this is the way it's always been. Sometimes, and this is not always, I just feel sure. like sometimes there are some places that I've observed less willingness to change. Now, in, And I will not ask you to air those out right, here, of course but you not. and I should talk about that before you leave, because if we aren't able to adapt and are unwilling to adapt, you die. You have to adapt or die. And that, that is... Well, I think a great example of the flip side of that coin is like dining services, right? Like mm-hmm. we, so I know that we got a new head of, of dining services. I think that was this semester Yes, and you've just been able to see like, just, a, it's been like a 180. It's been awesome. Like I, I used to, I used to spend altogether too much money on, on eating out and stuff like that because I didn't want to go to the calf. I didn't want to go to the grill or whatever. And the new dining has come in and it's completely done a 180 and it's like you can see you're like okay he and he and i actually had a, a conversation mr solomon and i actually had a conversation mm-hmm. in the c store of all places he was talking about he was like you know i just want to listen to what you guys want and then i want to make better what you guys want to be made better and i was like that's such like a healthy <laughs> point of view but it makes so much sense why i know why i've I have seen things getting a lot better. And he will love to have that feedback. So that, that is good to know. And and that is an important aspect. It's always hard to cook for 600 plus oh, people yeah. every day. 
Yeah. So for for you to notice that change that quickly is is very positive. It's been awesome. I mean, it's it's really a cool. Um, but I think it's a great example for just anything. It's just like it seems to me, at least, that mostly he was just willing to listen yeah. about like what actually needs changing. Because I know there have been, I mean, there have been food forums coming out the ears for years and years <laughs> now, and all that stuff. And now I'm finally seeing all those changes, and it's like, and it's great. Like I, great. I love it. That's wonderful. So where would you like to see the college in five years? When you come back on your fifth anniversary and you watch in the football game saying, I could quarterback better than <laughs> But when you come back, what would you like to see different? What would you like to see us build upon? I think that the I think what we've started with the role of student athletes playing a bigger part in the the campus community as a whole, mm-hmm. I think has begun, begun being a good thing. Um, we started with um, we now have a um, student athlete advisory committee liaison on the student government association, which means that we both the two of us so that represent the two biggest. So SGA represents all of us, correct? Every single one of us, but we represent specifically all four hundred athletes that mm-hmm. are on the campus. So the two biggest really organizations on campus working together to to advance students so i would like to see athletes continue to be um not only make uh, changes that are good for athletes but come onto campus and just be involved in like the life that is going on here because i think i've seen over over my time here we've gotten more and more involved and i think it's been better for everyone i think that, i would agree yeah and i think that you know athletes are such a big contingent on campus i mean there's so well, many you, you of talked us. about earlier when we first started about athletics being able to give leadership skills teamwork skills um the ability to perform in front of crowds and if you can take that and become a a more integral part of campus and bring everybody together it can only make the entire campus stronger i love it and i I love seeing things like that like for example um we talked to one of the big things that this the student government association was talking to us about this year and i give credit to um yoslin uh or uribe who's the president of the sga she came to us on sac and was like hey like you know, we're not getting as much student athlete feedback as we'd like. We know you, that we've created this liaison position, but we would like you to try to get more student athletes to actually run, run for, for and join yeah. student government. And if you look at the student government now, I mean, like we had, we got so many, so many athletes like ran and some won, some lost, but sure. so many wanted to get involved and stuff like that. It's like, that's been amazing to see is like, okay, so yeah, so that's already a point where it's like, okay, we work together. We started to, to move forward in a direction. So I think I'd like to see that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big one. I think that the campus community coming together to to make positive changes for everybody i think that that is a a huge goal that can be looked for and if if it continues on the road that i'm seeing now i'd be excited to see what happens but you always want the institution to be better when you come back to visit than it was when you left and and that is our hope and we'll continue to work on that very hard for you we are out of time man so as my guest i would like for you to give the last snippet for our listening audience what would you like to leave them with with I actually have a sh- very, very, very short story okay. about you. This is in your first semester here. This was the COVID semester. Should I, I be always, nervous? No. Okay. I, always, I always felt so bad. <laughs> I always felt so bad that you had to come in during spring of COVID. Like, that's when you got hired wow. was, like, uh, handling COVID. But so this is, we go through spring, we come back in the fall, and this is when, you know, masks, social distancing, yep. all that stuff, and it's, it's awful, and you feel very disconnected and things. I was in the Student Success Center working on organic chemistry homework and you were doing your rounds that you normally do you're walking 
and you saw me working in there and you just stopped by. You're like, hey, like, what's up? Like, what are you working on? That sort of thing. And I talked about it and turns out your PhD is in organic chemistry and I was having a lot of trouble on a problem and you helped me with it. And I said, it's not often that you can go to a college and say that the president (laughs) has helped me with my homework. So I think that that is really cool. Just speaks to you personally, but also I think the the culture here at Wesleyan and that's the snippet I'd leave the audience with is like, there's, you know, for everything that everybody says about going to a big school and like all that stuff, like there are so many intangible benefits to going to a college like Wesleyan and I've reaped all of those. And I think that, that you try to make sure that everyone does every single day, which I love. Well, and thank you for that. And, and I'll pay you your money and after <laughs> we're done here. But uh, so Wiley, thank you so, so much for being on the show. I look forward to shaking your hand on, on Saturday. And I know that will not be the last time we meet, uh, but this has been wonderful. You stopped in to chat for a little while for everybody out there. Be good to each other. And for goodness sake, be good to yourself. And until next time, goodbye. The proceeding was a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast, or recorded without written permission by the show's host, WKWC or Kentucky Wesleyan College.